Welcome to the Coastal Community Church Midweek Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Shayla McCormick, and I will be your host. My husband, TJ, and I are the lead pastors of Coastal Community Church, a place where everyone's welcome because nobody's perfect and anything is possible. In this podcast, our goal is to bring the weekend message to life and to share stories that help you along in your faith journey. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of the Coastal Midweek Podcast. I have TJ here with me, and we decided that this week we wanted to talk to you guys about prayer and fasting, about starting your new year off right. I mean, we're coming to the end of 2021 and moving into 2022. And there's some things that TJ and I have done pretty consistently over the years as we're transitioning from one year to the next and some of the things that we do as a church. And so, TJ, why did you decide many years ago that we were going to start doing 21 days of prayer and fasting? Well, we just thought that, you know, there's Every time we get into the new year, everybody sets resolutions. Yeah. They they come up with all these things that they would like to have different, mm-hmm. and yet very few people ever fall through. You know, statistics say that after the first week, something like fifty something percent of people have already uh, faulted on yeah. their New Year's resolutions by the end of two weeks. It's up to like seventy, and mm-hmm. the majority uh, are are almost done by the end of three weeks, mm-hmm. and. A long time ago, there was a there was a study that said, "Hey, twenty one days it helps you create a habit." Yeah. Now they've come to conclusions that it takes a lot longer than that. But we we just said a long time ago, "What if in the beginning of the year we said, hey, 'Hey, we're going to spend twenty one days, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to create a new habit. We're going to create a habit of seeking God. Yeah, we're going to set the tone for the year because yeah. I'm, it's kind of like giving God your first. Yeah, it's your exactly first, your best. what it is. Mm-hmm. And so in the beginning of the year, we're going to give God the first twenty one days, mm-hmm. and every day." We're we're gonna we're gonna do prayer and we're gonna do fasting and fasting is simply giving up something. A lot of times that in the Bible it talks a lot about food, mm-hmm. uh, like Jesus fasted in the desert for forty days well, and, and forty nights. When you would be doing that, you know, eating, then you would replace that with prayer or with Correct. time with God or Correct. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's whatever you would give up, it's replaced. So some people it's gonna be social media. Social media will for some of y'all, you're going to spend a lot of time in prayer then. But. <laughs> you think, man, I don't have much time. And then you get off social media or watching TV yeah. and you're which, like. Which I just read, uh, the average person watches six hours, uh, average person in America watches six hours of TV a day. A day? A day. Crazy. And people are like, I'm so busy. I don't have time. Exactly. I'm like, that's because wow. you're watching too many shows on TV or Netflix. Or, wow. Uh, but. So we we just say, hey, take that time for 21 days and seek God. Yeah. And what we've seen happen is is God just show up mm-hmm. in in incredible ways and really set the tone for people's year. Well, I think a lot of people, you know, we do the during the 21 days of prayer and fasting, we do early morning prayer here at the church. Yeah. And there's been people that have committed to being consistent throughout that time and they've said how much it actually impacts their life. It impacts even their day. They're like, I I didn't even realize how much just spending that hour would change my perspective of the day or how I felt. And just, it felt amazing after they got through that 21 days that, you know, they were like, man, I don't, I don't want to quit doing this because it's been so incredible. And it creates such a great discipline of seeking God, Mm -hmm. which is a discipline that we all need. Yeah. I know one of the things that, that you and I typically do 
at the end of the year, beginning of another year during prayer and fasting is just ask God for, for a word, Yeah, you know, and a lot of times it's just like this one word that, that we're going to kind of implement throughout that year that we're going to live by throughout the year. Um, why is that something that you've done in the past and how has it, how has it affected you? Um, yeah, it's something I think it sets the tone because it, it's kind of the, the mantra, at least for me for that year, whether that's a year of growth or a year yeah. of challenge or a year of, you know, faith, whatever mm-hmm. that word is that God cha- discipline, I know yeah. was one of your yeah. words, which I was so thankful that was your word and not my word. <laughs> um, but it's, it's that thing that, you know, that, Hey, this is what God is saying. And so I'm going to look at, and I'm going to build kind of my life around that. And I, and I know in your year of discipline, you, you created a lot of disciplines and, yep. and years of faith. It's like, Hey, I need to, I need to take steps mm-hmm. of faith this mm-hmm. year. And, and you, you start just to, look at things different. Correct. It's uh-huh. all about your vantage point then yeah. is through the lens of, Hey, this is what God is trying mm-hmm. to do in my life mm-hmm. this year. This is, this is the muscle that he is developing yep. or building inside of me. And so mm-hmm. if, if I'm looking at everything through that vantage point or that lens, it helps me so much more understand why I'm going through what I'm going through yeah. throughout the year. It's kind of like a theme throughout the Correct. year that you continue to come back to and go, no, I need to work on this or no, I need to like, this is about faith. I need to grow in faith. I need to believe God for this situation. And you know, it really changes, like you said, your perspective of of kind of how you view the rest of your year and circumstances and everything that goes along with it. Um, you know, one of the things that I know in the Bible, it it does talk a lot about prayer and fasting. And there's some scriptures in the Bible that say there's certain situations that we want to see breakthrough happen in, that we want to see miracles happen, that we want to see healing happen, that we want to see restoration happen. And it says these things only come out. These things only change through prayer and fasting. And I think there's something really powerful about doing that. And it's not something that a lot of people do. Yeah. And what would you, what would you tell people that maybe this is the first time that they're, that they're doing prayer and fasting? Yeah. that they're giving something up and well I, I would say first of all you know the the scripture you're referring to yeah. is a story where where uh, the disciples are out and they pray for this man's son who is demon possessed mm-hmm. and um the man brings the boy to Jesus and said hey I, I I asked your disciples to pray for him but they they couldn't do anything mm-hmm. for them and Jesus says you wicked and perverse generation like, how long am I going to have to deal with you? <laughs> like, I think it was one of those frustration moments for yeah. Jesus. And then and then he ends up casting the demon out of the boy, and mm-hmm. the boy is completely fine. Yeah. And at the end, the disciples come to him and go, man, Jesus, what was the deal? Why yeah, couldn't why we couldn't do we? And he yeah. says, well, this only changes through prayer and fasting. And if you think about that, he says, wicked and perverse. He, in other words, he's saying this idea of wicked and perverse is, is the reason you're wicked and perverse is, is you're— too disconnected from God and too connected to the world. Yeah. And then he says how this changes is, is prayer and fasting. What does prayer do? It, it reconnects you to God. Mm-hmm. And what does fasting do? It disconnects you from the world. Yeah. And I think for a lot of us, if we were to look at our lives, we would say, man, we're way too connected to the world. Yeah. And we're way too disconnected from God. Mm-hmm. And the, the intention is, is man, how do we disconnect for a bit so we can reconnect with our creator mm-hmm. so that we can have the depth of, relationship that we all desire yeah. so we can hear God's voice clear mm-hmm. so we can understand mm-hmm. 
what he's trying to communicate to us so that we can actually live out yeah. how he purposed for every single one of us. Mm -hmm. And so what I would say for people to prepare for this is, yeah. is one, you have to pick something you're going to give up. Yeah. Like, what is that thing that is taking up a lot of your time? You know, for me, I, I, I always give up food. That's, mm -hmm. that's what I give up. I, mm -hmm. And I know that that sounds extreme, but. But it's also about denying your flesh. Yes, it and is. Like, and, and feeding your spirit, you right. know, some of it, some of that's what food is about. It's just not like food takes up a bunch of your time, but, but what it does is go, no, my flesh does not win. Yeah. Like I have control over it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, so, you know, there's, there's food is an option uh, mm -hmm. for other people. I know people uh, in years past have given up alcohol for 21 yep. days for them. Yeah. You know, that takes, yeah. it takes up a lot of their time. Yeah. They have and a drink every night or, yeah. and, it, and you're, it's denying that, yep. that thing that you desire here on right. earth and going, no, no, no. I want something that's spiritually going to feed mm -hmm. this aspect mm -hmm. of my life. For other people, it's social media yep. or it's sugar or TV, TV or or whatever it may mm -hmm. be. And it's saying, you know, in that time that I would typically spend, which we've given up TV before, mm -hmm. and uh, man, we've read a lot of books in that yeah, time. Like, it's great. There's there's some productivity that happens mm -hmm. there that you're like, wow, I have mm -hmm. way more time than I realized. Yep. But we we take that period of time that we would spend in that. And we say, you know what? I'm going to spend time with God. Mm -hmm. I'm going to spend time in his word. I'm going to spend yeah. time in prayer. I'm going to spend time in contemplation. Sometimes it's just silence mm -hmm. and, and slowing down life because we live at such a busy place and saying, you know what? I'm going to make time mm -hmm. and I'm going to create space yep. for God to actually speak. Yeah. And, um, I think if you if you start to prepare in your mind right, right. now, yep, which is why we're talking about this in the weeks mm -hmm. ahead of like, hey, this is what I'm going yeah, to be do. thinking about it, praying about it. Hey, mm -hmm. God, what do, what do I need to give up? Yep, what do I need to let go of in these days, mm -hmm. and then put that attention and that focus on you. Mm -hmm. And and what are some challenges? Maybe it's I'm going to read through the New Testament in that. Yeah, those have a plan. Days. I'm mm -hmm. I'm gonna spend, I'm gonna show up at church, whether that's in Lighthouse Point or in Parkland yeah. at 6 30 a.m. to spend an hour in prayer mm -hmm. and worship and hearing a little devotion mm -hmm. uh with a community of faith. Um, whether that's going, you know what, I, I'm I'm gonna start a reading plan on you version, yeah. uh, the Bible app so I can I can have a devotional or whatever mm -hmm. it may be, so that you can start to put those tools and those resources in place. Yeah. So that you're ready to go. And it's not, I will say this, whenever you fast, no matter what it is, whether it's social media, TV, food, you know, anything, it's going to be hard. Yes. Like there is going to be a battle for your flesh because again, it goes back to the series that we've done recently. Like there is this, war, like the enemy is trying to distract us. He's trying to pull us into those fleshly things because he knows if we're strengthening the spirit portion of our life, like there's going to be a lot of breakthrough. Yeah. And I, I would also say like, what are you believing God for in this season? Yeah. You know, like have something that you're praying for, that you're believing for, that you're specific about. And I think you can watch God move in that season. You know, this weekend when I was, when I was talking about joy and one of the messages or one of the points in my message was about joy being a byproduct of the condition of our spirit. And one of the ways that we can build our spirit so that that love and joy and peace and patience and all of those things that we so desire in life, this is one of the ways that that we can 
build into that while denying all of the rest of our, you know, of our flesh. So I think prayer and fasting can be a really, really, really powerful, powerful thing. And no, it can be a catalyst for people's lives. Yes. It can be a catalyst to project you further, faster. Uh, it's funny. I look forward to it every year and it's painful. Yeah. I'm, I mean, don't, don't I know me, what it produces. Yeah. I don't, don't get me wrong. It's hard. And there's, there's always battles that come in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also know that if, if you persevere through that, mm-hmm. you'll learn like, Oh man, I can, like Paul said, beat my body and make it my slave Yeah, so that I won't be disqualified. Mm-hmm. And that's the goal. I don't want any of us disqualified. I want all of us qualified. Yep. And uh, I want us prepared and I want us ready for all that God has for us in the t- coming year. One thing that I've realized too in in prayer and fasting is I I think it's so much easier to hear God's voice in that season because you are you're kind of like removing a lot of distractions or again it's like feeding the spirit rather than sp- f- feeding the flesh and like you're spending more time in God's word or journaling or whatever and I just hear him more clearly. It's kind of it's it's kind of crazy because you are, you're spending time in God's words. Yeah. So you're hearing his voice there or you're spending time in prayer and you, you know, may have this feeling of like, okay, here's my word, or this is what God wants me to do. And it's a really powerful thing. Let me, let me ask you this because I do think, and this is maybe a little bit slightly off topic, but there is so many people I think that feel they struggle with hearing God's voice and they would say, I don't know if I've ever heard God's voice, but I think it's a little, it's actually a little more plain than we think it is. Way more plain. And we probably hear him all the time. We just don't really know. So what what would you say are some different ways that we hear God's voice? Uh, I mean, the easiest, simplest way you want to hear God's voice, open up God's word and read it out loud. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yep. that's yep. that's his voice. It's speaking. For sure. Um, and, and so, you know, I, I think everybody's waiting for this audible voice. Yeah. And that maybe happened once or twice in your lifetime kind of thing. If that. If that. I, I don't it, know that I've ever heard the audible yeah, yeah, yeah. voice of but, God. But it's like every time I've heard God, it's been like this depth of of, of just impression yes, inside of you're me. Like, like, okay, okay, this God's is not speaking me. to me yeah, right here. Yeah. And this is what he's mm-hmm. saying. Um, when usually it's very contrary to, it's like, oh man, that's way outside of my comfort zone or, you know. And, but I think that the only way you, you know, God's voice is if you, you know, God's word, Mm -hmm. because how do you differentiate God's voice from every other voice? Mm -hmm. You have to know his character. You have to know his attributes. You have to know his ways. Yeah. The truth. And, and Mm -hmm. when you know that you, when you, when you hear it, you automatically, your, your spirit Mm -hmm. that's inside of you, the Holy spirit that's inside of you resonates with it. Yeah. Um, and, and when we're not full of that, it's really hard for us to differentiate. Was Mm -hmm. that, was that God's voice Mm -hmm. or was that just a good idea or was that bad pizza last Mm -hmm. night? Like what was that? Well, and sometimes I think when you do have that, like, Oh, is this God? I don't know. And it's, and it's something good, or it's like, hey, pull over on the side of the road and help this person change their tire. You know. Well, I, like I'll say this: if if it's if it's something to better serve and si- yeah. serve and help other people, typically that's God's voice. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if it's, <laughs> I anytime it's it's about others, go punch this person in the face. Yeah, no, that's, I don't no, no, that's probably not God. That that was just my flesh. <laughs> uh, but 
you know, it's it's like those things. Like I know when when it's like, oh, go hand that guy 20 bucks. Like yeah. the devil's not telling me to do that. Right. Like right. the enemy doesn't want me to make an impact in anybody else's yeah. life. Yeah. He doesn't want me to change or transform anything. Mm-hmm. Like well, and I think the more you act on those kinds of promptings, the more confident you become in the fact that that is his voice. Yeah. That's what I've noticed in my own life when I've heard something or felt something and I'm like, I'm not really sure. But then I, I get the courage and I do it and there's a good result that comes from it. And I can see like, okay, yeah, God really did ask me to do that because this is what happened. Then I'm, I, I learn, yeah. you know, okay. When that happens again, I know what that is because of the outcome of being obedient the first time. Yeah. So I think the the more we respond in those moments and see the outcome of those situations, the more confident we are in the voice that that we're hearing. But I think we also have to, again, it comes back to, to spending time. I always use this kind of thought of if somebody called me up on the phone and I I didn't recognize the number and I didn't know who it was and I picked up the phone and I'm like, hello, I wouldn't recognize their voice. They would have to tell me who they are. But the, the more the more deeply I know someone, whether I recognize the number or not, when I pick it up and I hear their voice, I know exactly who it is. So if you were calling me from a different number and you said, hey, Shayla, I would be like, this is TJ. And I think the same is true of God. Like the more we get to know him, the more we spend time in his word and in his presence, like the more we can discern his voice when he's speaking, you know? So, well... Any final thoughts that you have for anybody or any resources just on prayer and fasting to be able for people to be able to grab hold of? And I mean, there's lots of books that are out there on prayer and fasting. Um, And different types of fasting too. Yeah. Yeah. There's all kinds of different types of fasting. I I mean, I would just, I would tell you uh, to, it isn't really even about that. It's about getting a plan. Yeah. Get a plan. and, And then work the plan. And work the plan. Okay. And 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 be disciplined. And 21 days is... Yeah, commit is, to it and do it. Yeah, commit to it and just go, man, I, I'm all in. And listen, yeah. I, I, I give up food, and it's always in those days that I get invited to the best restaurants, <laughs> that I get invited to, you know, the best buffets. All, yeah. all of those, I get offered all the foods oh, yeah. that I love. Because it's temptation. Because it's temptation. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I promise you, uh, staying away from those things... Yep what it produces in my spiritual yes. life is is far outweighs the benefits of eating that meal yep. or or watching that show or mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Well, and I think when you have a plan and you know what you're going to do ahead of time, you can set up parameters that help you not fall into some of those traps. You know, yeah. you can set stuff up on your phone to not allow you to go on social media. You can delete the apps. You can, you know, do all of the things right before it happens because you already have a plan of like, what am I going to do? What do I want to get out of this? Put it into your schedule, you know, all, all the things. And so I think that can be a really powerful thing. And I would, I would challenge you guys, if this is something that you've never done, try it. Yeah. And we'll, and we'll be handing out, uh, pray first books. Mm-hmm. That uh, first week of January. The first week of January. Yeah. And, uh, in there. And some little prayer cards and. Yeah. But in that book, it, it, it'll tell you all different kinds of ways that you yeah. can pray. It'll, yeah. it'll actually give you prayer guides mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's chock full of resources. Yep. 
to help you be successful. I I would challenge you too. If you've been walking through something that's been really difficult and you haven't been able to overcome, maybe it's addiction, maybe it's a marriage struggle. Maybe, you know, I don't, I don't know what it is for you, but if there's been a challenge that's been present in your life and it just feels like it keeps coming up over and over again, it might just be one of those things where it only changes through prayer and fasting. Yeah. And we have the opportunity to to do something different than we normally do. That's how that's how I got Shayla to be so awesome. I just prayed and fasted. Oh dear. And God. made her awesome. I think God changed you instead of changing me. <laughs> that's what happens sometimes when you pray a lot. God begins to change you and then your situation begins to change. TJ's glaring at me. Just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, you guys, please. Jump in on this at the beginning of the year. We're starting on January 3rd through the 22nd, 23rd through the 23rd. And again, join us for early morning prayer. And we would love to have you guys do this with us. We also would love to hear what it is you're believing God for in this season. Share that on social media. Let people know, like, I'm fasting. This is what I'm believing God for. Um, ask people, how can I be praying for you? And like, come to prayer with, with a list of things that you can be praying for, for people. And I promise you guys, it will not return void in your life. Like it will accomplish something and it will probably be one of your most amazing spiritual experiences. So challenge you guys to do this. And I can't wait to see you at early morning prayer. We hope that you guys have an amazing Christmas and we will see you guys back here again soon.